Thank you so much for joining me today on Vicious Whispers with Mark Tullius. Today, at the end of the episode, I will be reading from Try Not to Die at Death Fest. Don't know what chapter it is. We're a couple in. I'll also read a death scene. Very excited. That book is free today on Amazon Kindle Unlimited, actually for the next couple of days. Uh, so pick that up. And probably not listening to this if you read in German, but if you are, or if you know someone that likes to read in German, tell them Totentanz and SHT Order CTE are both free on Amazon KU. One reason why I'm doing that is to get it as high ranking as possible, get as many reviews in it as possible before the Book Mesa next week in Frankfurt. Very excited about that. Derek's also excited. Derek the Demon, he is going to be going with me. He will be at the booth just helping me mess around, drawing people in, getting them addicted to try not to die. Things have been busy. I'm only recording this on Friday afternoon. Usually, you know, it's uh, recorded the day before, but jiu-jitsu has been taking over my life this week. I took off on Sunday. My wife and I were so beat up. We had kids over from the 10th Planet team. Kids came over for a party with their parents on Saturday. Sunday, I was just a wreck. My body was just beat up from so many days of training. We didn't go to open mat, but then I went Monday, Wednesday, Friday morning, Tuesday, Thursday night, and then today and on Wednesday, I had privates with Coach West, which were both incredible. So yeah, I am spending a lot of time doing jiu-jitsu. It's pretty crazy, but it's all good. That is my passion. And knowing that it's going into a book for our jiu-jitsu journey, that's super cool as well. I did not put together a first episode. In fact, I don't even know if those episodes are going to happen or if I'm just going to save it all for one giant book. That's probably more likely with all the shit I got going on. Yeah, things have been busy. So between family, jiu-jitsu, hasn't been a whole lot of time for writing and reading. I'm getting a lot done. Just yesterday, I read 10,000 words or more of the next two confession stories I got in. Now we're up to 10 or 11 of them, and they're pretty damn awesome. So yeah, very excited about those. I'm excited to be launching the first three of them, possibly for next week at the Book Mesa. I'm still waiting on the cover, so I'm anxious about that. But I just got back the translated edition. So all three of the German ones are ready. The three English ones are ready to go. Just waiting on the covers. Those will be released next week. Also next week, try not to die back at grandma's house. That is a quick one. That one is fast. It's only 25,000 words. More choices. I think there are 12 death scenes. So dozen ways to die. Headed back to grandma's house. Did that with P.W. Foyts. He saved the day on that one. Did an incredible job like, making it something I'm proud of. The super cool thing with that, too, is this is the 10-year anniversary of Trying to Die at Grandma's House. I put that thing out in 2013. When I put it out, I was thinking it was, I didn't know if it was going to be a series. I didn't think it was going to be a series. It was going to be like something fun for me to do, similar to Choose Your Own Adventure. It wasn't as massive as I had first intended. We realized we had to tone it down, no crossing paths, not making shit way too difficult. And then over the next nine years, I think we had three more trickle in. And then in 2022, that's when I decided like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just do it. Let's just push this thing. It's a lot of fun. Made so many good friends with this thing. So many cool contacts. Same with Death Best Confessions. Best part about it is meeting all these new authors. Everyone that wants to help. Everyone that wants to contribute. Joe Young came in huge this week. Just super kind, helpful with everything. And super cool is 
he's going to be at the book mesa so i'm excited about meeting him in person but honestly having those kinds of relationships is awesome then and that's one of the big things with jiu-jitsu too it's those friendships it's messing around with people it's having fun it's not just because i like to go exercise it's the community it's making new friends so for me that is definitely one of the draws <laughs> so yeah as far as time as far as being able to get shit done it's okay i'm getting everything done i'll still go to the book mesa everything's gonna be cool it's all falling into place yeah maybe some things didn't happen exactly how i had wanted but it's all good man i got my banner i got Derek going i just got in the copies of the hellhole shit they're upstairs i would show it to you just small book, uh, print editions of trying to die in a hellhole by john palisano those are super cool he's going to be moderating a panel at story fest in connecticut while i am in germany it's pretty cool that trying not to die is being repped in two different countries same time so what i have left to do i have to get all my packages ready to send off to the super fans um death best shirts buttons book itself all of that i am setting aside i have to go through today or tomorrow set it to the side for my mother-in-law to take to the post office thankfully she's doing all that because that is kind of a pain in the ass so i'll get all that ready and then almost all my other stuff for germany is ready to got to get some uh, laminated pages for the booth and different stuff like that covers done but yeah other than that i just have to do formatting of the paperback so the new try not to die edition paperbacks are not available yet except for grandma's house i got grandma's house done now i need to do the other six or seven so i will get those done i just have not had the time but now that everything else is pretty much done yeah i should be able to get to those so hopefully those will be available next week all right, I'm going to make this a short one so I can read you this story. Let's see where we are on Try Not to Die at Death Fest. All right, when we last left Jerry and his friends, here was the decision. It was like, do you listen to Luna and forget about fighting this guy that just grabbed her ass? Do you teach him a lesson and prove you could protect her? Or do you tell the security guard in the corner to handle it? Well, seeing how I used to be a security guard at these types of events, all the time that's what i live for i used to love it because it would be a i get paid to watch a super awesome show anyhow let's do that let's trust the security guard i'm sure he'll do something all right i'm not getting kicked out for fighting before we even see a band i can't let this slide the security guard isn't paying attention to anything other than his phone and the water bottle he's spitting chew in but maybe he'll help when i explain hang tight a second i tell luna where are you going just let it go it's fine, I say, heading for the guard, the tweaker just watching. The guard screws the cap on the water bottle, scrolls through his phone. I'm standing right in front of him, but he acts like he doesn't see me. Excuse me, I say, trying to keep calm. He takes his time looking down. What do you want? He says just as slowly. That scumbag over there assaulted my friend. Assaulted? He asks, eyebrows raised. Who? He grabbed my friend's ass. The guard shakes his head and sighs. Jesus Christ, you serious? Yeah, I'm serious, I say, my blood pressure rising. You can't just go and grab people. He tosses his water bottle at the recycling bin and misses. Like this, he says, both hands clapping hold my shoulders. Get your hands off me. He snorts and pushes me back. Sorry, did I assault you? Forget it, I say, turning back to Luna. Moron. Something slams into me and snaps my head back, sends me flying forward. I hit the ground hard can barely breathe. 
I forced myself to my feet and tried to turn around, but the guards were already on me. His arm wrapped around my throat. Who's a moron now, you piece of shit? He whispers in my ear, a snake constricting the sides of my neck, cutting off the blood to my brain. I reach up and grab hold of his fingers, yank hard. It breaks his grip a second, lets me get a breath. He shifts and squeezes tighter, but all that pressure is on my throat, pushing in my Adam's apple, collapsing my airway. I go for his forearm, try to pry it away, but there's no room, no space, only sips of air. Everything's getting fuzzy. The crowd shouts dimmer. The arm releases from my neck and I crash to the floor, crawl to my knees. Someone's grabbing me, asking me if I'm okay while I'm grabbing my throat. I can't answer, can't breathe. Good fucking job. Why would you trust a security guard? I don't know why you would make that decision. What you should have done was probably listen to Luna and forget about it. Because if you try to teach that punk a lesson, I think something terrible might happen. But you need to find that shit out on your own because I'm not reading it. Nope, not at all. All right, let's do this. Correct decision. Getting in a fight is an awful idea. This scrawny little punk's not worth it. And there's no way Kyle would ever let me live down turning to security for help. But how am I supposed to back down with Luna and everyone else watching? Come on, Luna says, taking my hand, making it easy for me. Our bodies brush, my attention only on her. We walk forward and leave the drama behind. I convince myself I'm not a coward as we weave our way through the crowd, putting distance between ourselves and the scumbag. If I were to challenge everyone who grabbed a chick's ass at a concert, I'd never stop fighting. And with all the guards hanging around, I'd get kicked out before hearing a single performance. I don't want the only music I hear to be played over the loudspeakers outside the gates. Luna leads the way, holding my hand against her hip. A bead of sweat rolls down her neck and shoulder blade, her black bra straps soaking it up the moment completely mesmerizing. When we can't go any further without pissing everyone off, Luna squeezes us into line. There must be at least a hundred people between us and the gate. It's a little awkward, no longer have an excuse to hold Luna's hand, so I let her go and feel like a moron. So, I say, lame. She beams, her smile is gorgeous. So, so, let me guess, I'm blushing again? It's cute, I'll have to embarrass you more often. Well, I'll go with whatever works. Viking is playing, the title song off Dane Geld. Which, which band are you most excited to see, I ask, trying to sound appropriately aloof. Definitely Death Row. Spin into them since I was a little kid. I saw them live on TV once and just lost it. Watching Archie Atkins play at Seven String just blew my mind. They were promoting the full Carnage album. Wait, do you mean the SNL performance? Yeah. Holy shit, I watched that too. It was great. It made me want to learn to play. She reaches up and tugs on her ponytail to tighten it. Seems like a nervous gesture. I badgered my father until he bought me a guitar. You play guitar? That's pretty hot. Luna blushes this time. It isn't. Trust me, I'm terrible. Well, there's another thing we have in common. I suck at it too. We laugh and I ask her how long she's played. Some guy behind some guy behind hollers some guy behind hollers at us to move up with the rest of the line. We apologize and walk forward. I go back to the guitar and tell Luna, I tried, but I just couldn't get the hang of it. I sure did master power chords, though. She wiggles her nose at me. I totally get it. We're gradually making our way closer to the gate, talking about our childhoods. She still clams up about her family. There must be some bad blood. Hey, lovebirds, pay attention, a huge security guard says. He waves his metal detector wand in our faces. I assume the position of mumble, sorry. He waves the wand up and down my sides, all clear, and does the same with Luna. 
The dumpy guard with the sides of her head shaved looks through Luna's purse and says we're good to go. The big guard taps my chest with the wand and shows off his crooked smile. Better not let us catch you screwing in the mud, he says, chuckling like he hasn't already used the line a thousand times. I'm afraid Luna's offended, but she just laughs. Don't tell us what to do, man. The guard laughs even harder and passes us off to the little guy scanning tickets. Go on already. We push through the pack of people on the other side of the gate. I don't see what's the holdup until we reach the string of workers in baby blue shirts handing free bottles of water to everyone. Luna and I each grab a bottle and look for a spot to regroup. Across the entryway is a beer tent. Its lines even longer than those for the row of porta potties to the left. We slide to the side of the crowd, just past the giant t-shirt stand. Luna holds her water bottle to the back of her neck, lets out the softest moan. Wasn't thinking how hot it'd be. Yeah, be sure to stay hydrated, I say, taking a swig of water and screwing the cap back on. Remember, I've got to piss. Should I text? Should I text Tess? Luna asks, loud enough for me to hear over the music playing over the massive speakers. Sure thing. They're probably already watching a show. I'm going to hit the restroom quick. You got to go? Luna shakes her head. I'll wait for you here. I don't like leaving her, but she seems more than capable of taking care of herself. There are two rows of porta potties, the line for each at least 10 deep. The one on the left looks a little quicker, the smell from there not so foul. There's a familiar face in the right line, his bald spot giving him away despite the unusual leather ensemble. Black boots, leather pants, no shirt, and fiddling with the gimp mask in his hands. Kyle's gonna shit his pants when he sees this. I angle my phone for the perfect shot and hit record. Miller! I call out, Miller! Several people in the line turn my way, but I only care about Professor Theodore Miller, who typically wears a vest and bow tie to his statistics class. He spots me and spins back around, slips on his mask with a Pinocchio long nose. I check my phone to make sure I got the footage. Can't believe I got so lucky. Kyle's gonna lose it. Miller must have slipped out of line, but I don't worry about it. Just two people in front of me. It only takes a minute before it's my turn at the last porta potty in the row. The stench hits me hard when I step in, pull the door shut behind me. The door's yanked out of my grasp and someone slams into me, smashing my face into the blue back wall. I try to spin around, but a strong hand pushes my face into the warm plastic. Another hand wrenches my hand behind my back, the water bottle splashing into the filth below. Give me your phone, the man says. Don't be dumb. All right, what are you going to do? Hand over the phone or refuse to hand it over and yell for help? Two choices, hand over the phone or don't. Pick it. I don't care which one you pick. Really doesn't matter because I'm going to read both of them next week. But that's not true. I'm going to be in Germany working every day at the Book Mesa. So if I do a podcast, it will be from there. I don't know if it will be with Nico, my co-author of Transfer Between the Worlds, which will be out next year, or with Joe Young, who just did the confession story, or with Malarika from Childhood Library Podcast, or with who knows. So it will be a surprise. Make sure you tune in and find out. All right, guys. Hope you have an incredible week. I'm out of here. Later.